0: A licensed, fully insured, affordable, non-invasive solution to solving any water and mold problems. Our team of trained specialists are available with 24-7 emergency service. We will quickly evaluate your problem and give you a plan that will guarantee results. Water causes damage and mold can spread throughout your property in as little as 48 to 72 hours and can produce allergens and irritants that have the potential to cause serious health hazards. So don't waste time. Give us a call now. For any water or mold problems, call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. Call 800-442-7043 today for a free estimate. That's 800-442-7043. 800-442-7043. Versus freebies. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, this is John here from Freedom's Disciple podcast, the only show on the Blaze where you come for the accents, where you stay for the principles and the love and defense of American exceptionalism. You are about to listen to a short clip from last weekend's show, and I'd encourage you to share it with your family and your friends. Also, please consider subscribing to our show. Search for Freedom's Disciple on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play Music, where new shows release for free every Saturday at noon Eastern. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. I hope the first couple of segments gave you something to think about, something to ponder about this weekend. Honestly, that's all I ever try and do. Um, On this show, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, you know, I thank you for listening, investing an hour of your week listening to me. But if you this topics you want me to cover, um, give you my opinion on, or, or to give you the history side of it, or the way I see things as an outsider, just drop me a message. Um, this is your show. I'm here to talk about stuff that's not that you don't hear everywhere else. You know, a lot of people are talking about the the riots in Berkeley this week. Horrific, disgusting, vile. Um, you know, it's it's not a protest if you start destroying people's property, and but i know everyone covers it so i i try and think outside the box to give you stuff i don't want to be involved in the day-to-day politics um you know jeff sessions was confirmed this week which is interesting news he seems like you know a decent candidate i'll be i hope he does well but i don't tend to to focus in on a lot of the day-to-day politics i want to talk to you about more substance my aim for all this show is only to ever give you things to think about I never ever want you to have my opinion. Ever. I want you to have your opinion. If if we share opinion, perfect. Wonderful. But I want you to form your own opinion on your own basis. Because we're all individuals. With that being said, I want to give you just some... I want to give you some facts and figures. Because one of the things that troubles me most is whether you agree with me or not, I am a Big free market economics person. I am very much in the line of Milton Friedman type of economics. He's one of my heroes. Um, his words, his videos, his writings have inspired me. I believe in the free market, absolute, and that is just who I am. You don't have to agree with this. This is who I am. But over the last two years or eighteen months. There's been a lot of talk from people on the right about tariffs. And I don't, I'm don't. i not here to talk about tariffs and give me, you my opinion on it. If you've heard I'm a free markets guy, you've heard me talk in the past, you know my opinion. But I just want to give you some facts and figures about tariffs. I don't want to talk to you about hi- even about history today. I don't want to talk to you about American history on tariffs, smooth Holly. I just want to talk to you about figures. Just to give you an example of what's going to happen. And I would hope if you like this segment, it'll be one of the short clips on the show. If you like this, this is just pure facts and figures to get you thinking about tariffs. Please share it with someone who is open to them. Because I've been covering a lot of economics over the last couple of weeks in different parts and different stories. Because here's the thing. I believe one of the biggest problems about economics in the world today is economics is very about the individual. It's about you and what you can do and, and how you can move and get an upward mobility. But it is a subject that we never discuss in individual terms. We always talk in the collective. And it's something I'm trying to change with, you know, some of these stories. Like last year week I did the story on Ronaldo the footballer. You know, and how he, him been rich and spending his money and what he spends his money on creates jobs directly and indirectly. I'm trying to counter those narratives. But I I don't want to talk to you about opinion today. I want to talk to you about facts and figures on a tariff, what a tariff does. So let's just use a simple example, right? Very simple. We're a family and we buy tortillas. We love tortillas. We eat them with salads, we eat them with chicken, we eat them with steak. We just love them. We love tortillas. And in our local grocery, wherever you buy stuff, whether it's Kmart, whether it's Walmart, whether it's Target, whether it's Kroger, wherever it is. But we go to the shop and we buy a pack of tortillas for a dollar. A dollar. But we're a family and we're poor. And we're limited in our income. We're one of the Families who live pay, pay, paycheck to paycheck, which is roughly, according to certain reports, about 33% of American families and American households. 33% live paycheck to paycheck. That's America today. So, what happens? A tariff comes in board. And because I, I use tortilla for a reason, because Mexican. In Mexico. That new tariff. That tortilla costs. Let's just keep it simple. Let's not get into the, the sales tax and stuff. Let's just keep it very simple. With that tariff, that new pack of tortillas costs $1.20. Now let's say. I, I'm living pay paycheck to paycheck. And I buy a lot of tortillas. Let's say I happen to buy. Five packs a week. Well, each week you've just taken a dollar of my income away because of a tariff. Over the year, that's $52. But John, $52 isn't that much. It's only a small amount. It's worth it. Well, first of all, it's $52 more to the government. And it's $52 I have less. But also, that $52 that I had, that I no longer have because of this tariff, affects me. You know, with that $52 a year, I might have bought extra guacamole. I might have bought extra fruit, extra meat. Might have bought an extra toy for my kid. So not only are you limiting my income, but you're also hurting jobs, other people's jobs. They might be American jobs, they might be overseas jobs, but you're hitting someone. And if you remember it correctly and if you listen to last week's segment, we gotta stop thinking like economics as it's just a simple transaction. It affects many people. You know, directly and indirectly. The people who make the parts, the people who do light, heat, insurance, land, they're all affected by your inability to purchase. Marketing, there's a theory in marketing called the four P's. It's called price, product, promotion, place. It's the reason you buy things. You buy it because it's all you can afford. You buy it because it's the product you like. You buy it because it's on sale, it's on promo. Or there's a certain thing um, where like you, you buy a certain thing and you get it into a jackpot for a holiday. Or you reward it. You know, at the end of the year you get points and you get coupons. Or you buy it because it's the only place you can buy it. Place. A lot of people buy things because of price. I know I do. It's all I can afford. When you do a tariff, that's who you're affecting. When you read the history of tariffs, you affect the most poorest and most vulnerable in society. But even those who don't live paycheck to paycheck, let's just go and let's go up an in income level, you know. The people who are comfortable, you know, what you would call and I hate, I can't believe I'm using this word, but you use it all the time, you know, the middle class. That tariff on those tortillas, that family who still buys five packs, what are you doing? It's only fifty two dollars a year, you know, they're comfortable, they can afford it, right? Well, you've just taken $52 a year of their disposable income. And that's only on one product. It could be on many, many other products. I'm just trying to keep this simple. Not giving you opinion, give you facts and figures. You're taking away their disposable income. You're taking away their buying power. They can now buy less because you want a tariff. But let's go even one step deeper. Let's say, because, you know, this is the people who are never discussed when it comes to tariffs. But they have a bigger impact on other people. Because people will say, well, look, you know, I feel sorry for the, you know, the poor family, you know, who's living paycheck to paycheck. But, you know, the the people we want to hit with this tariff is the filthy rich. You know, those millionaires and billionaires. You know, those people we hate, that we despise, because they can afford it. Uh Uh-huh. So let's take that filthy, filthy rich millionaire. And, you know, let's just take Ronaldo as an example. He earned all that money from Nike. He earns. He's never going poor, right? Unless he does something incredibly stupid. But he's a lifetime guaranteed contract with Nike. He is never going poor. He's never going to live the life I live, for example. It's just not going to happen. But let's say. Because he can afford it, right? So let's say he buys a hundred grand. Watch from Mexico or car, whatever word you know pick your own example and that's 100 grand. A 20% economic tariff makes that product 120 grand. Now our friends on the left would laugh at this and go, huh, John, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. He's a millionaire 10,000 times over. He can afford an extra 20 grand right? mm-hmm Sure. But you don't think of the economic consequences. So a product, you know, that was 100 grand is now 120 grand. Eh, big deal. I'm sure Cristiano Ronaldo would be on that ah. you know, 20 grand, I, I laugh at 20 grand. Here, there you go, take it. I'm not going to change my buying habits because someone wants to put a tariff on something. Okay. But look at the impact that has. That person... In this case, Ronaldo has 20 grand less to spend because of tariff. That person, Ronaldo, has 20 grand less in disposable income. He could have been out, he could have blown that 20 grand on fancy meals and champagne and living a high life. Can't do that anymore because the 20 grand is paid for a tariff. He could have. Put it into research and development, going, you know what, my, my my fancy football hotel is doing really well in Portugal. Football's growing in America, you know, I have a place in Trump Towers. You know, maybe New York needs a fancy football hotel. Let's look into that. You know, Let's let's. I'm going to pay some market person to, to research that and see if there's a need for it, if people would go to it. Because soccer's grown in America, right? Well, he might still do that, but he's 20 grand less in his wallet. Or even if he just did something simple where he had that 20 grand and he put it in the stock market, put it in a bank to get a return on his investment. Whatever he does each and every year in his investment portfolio, he has 20 grand less on that one purchase. This all affects jobs, both directly and indirectly. This is the economic theory that is the truth. I have shared no opinion on this. I haven't said if it's good or bad. I'm giving you the facts and figures in the hope that you do your own research, think about it, and maybe share this with a friend to see if they can really think about the the process of a tariff. Because I'll, I'll leave you with one question and I would ask you, is there anyone in America right now who looks at the American government and goes, do you know what the problem is? We just don't get enough tax revenue. We need more taxes. I don't care whether it's. And this is not political. This is not a, a Donald Trump thing. Or because some people have. I engaged a lot of people on tariffs on my wall. And it was like you're you're against the wall. No, why would I be against the wall? Um. Hello. I'm waiting thirteen years. Wall is potentially good for me. In theory. In theory, it increases my potential chances of becoming American and getting over there. Why would I be against that? I'm not talking about a wall. I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about a tariff and trying to break it down to its simplest, simplest core. But is there anyone in America who thinks and looks at the government right now and says, you know what the problem is? The government just doesn't collect enough revenue. Just doesn't have enough money. I'm sure Bernie Sanders would say that. I'm sure Barack Obama would say that, I'm sure Hillary Clinton would say that, but what about people on the right? Also I just want to give you one last fact, just to think about. You'll hear in the media, and Donald Trump will say this at the minute, but I just want to give you a fact just to think about. How you've been exploited in trade, how you're doing all these bad deals, fact. America is currently the second largest exporter in the world. Let me say that again. America is the second largest exporter in the world. You're only behind China as the biggest exporter. But let's put that into context, shall we? Your position is so dominant. You export so much stuff. That you export more in value, in value, in dollar terms, than the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth largest exporters combined. That is how much you export compared to other people. If you want to go down a tariff route, because here's the thing, think about yourself. Think about your own self. Let's say me and you are neighbors, and we have some type of agreement, and we share stuff. And you buy a product from me and I buy a product from you. If I all of a sudden say to you, my products are going up 20%, what are you going to do back to me? Your products are going to go up 20%. And then I might go up 30%, and then you're going to go up 30%. How does that end well? America's the second biggest exporter in the world. Is that something you want to risk with a trade policy? Especially when you think the world is against you right now. Everyone in the world is uniting around Donald Trump sucks. All I ask you is this, and I'll share more about tariffs in the weeks ahead. But this is just not an opinion. I didn't want to share my opinion today, even though you know most of my opinion. But I want to share history with you down the road. These are the facts and figures laid bare. And a family, everyday example for you to think and take about. I don't ask you to agree with me. I don't ask you to disagree with me. All I ask for you is to to process this, think about this, think about the situation you're in, and think about the impact it will have on other jobs, other economies, other people's jobs, and disposable income. i got to take one last quick break, America. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Thank you so much for listening to this short clip from the Freedom's Disciple podcast from last Saturday. I hope you enjoyed the content. Please subscribe for free on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play Music by searching Freedom's Disciple, where new content is released every Saturday at 12 noon Eastern. God bless. You're listening to Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network.